Welcome to the Friendly Fire Show. Episode 126. For November 2016, we don't do this enough to have a date. It's pre-post, it's the actual time of PAX recording Australia show. It's the PAX special podcast. We need an excuse to do a podcast now. We're live from the showroom floor, actually. Well, this is... We can yeah, we are. see the showroom floor, but we're not yeah, live because we're, Steve. We're on it. Oh, you're ruining it's your an illusion. illusion. Fine, we're, we're actually right now... Mm. At Bethesda's booth, on top of the dishonored ten-foot yeah. um, Corvo display, yeah. you could have just said we had a panel at ten thirty at night on Saturday, and no one would have known that we didn't. Well, maybe we do. <laughs> Actually, special guest this week, please. You know, oh, as soon as he takes a swig from his bottles, when I start uh, talking yeah. to him, we have a special guest this week. Who is? Who is it? Me, Luke Laurie. Hi, how is everybody? Good man. Good. From um, other things, but most notably kicking Job's ass at Titanfall 2. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm retiring from video games now because what <laughs> else is there? That's the pinnacle. That's, yeah, what else is there to do? <laughs> Finally. Well, it's official that Survivor has beaten Oz Gamers, so yeah. it's really all we needed. Well, beaten Job. No, they were representing... <laughs> no, no, if, yeah, if Oz Gamers <laughs> puts up a post sides. on their website saying that Job is their man and we beat Job, yeah, it's official. I'm Steve from Survivor, by the way. Have we not done this already? Nah. Oh, I'm Ben from Survivor. I'm Tano from phoenixbazaar.com. I think that's the first time I've introduced my site, isn't it? I Probably. Think, no. <laughs> but when was the last There's time There's even like a Phoenix Bazaar Survivor Oh, that's right. We've done two. We've logo. done two. That's right. We've done this so infrequently, we have no last idea Last time was on. June, July after E3. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, but how long has Phoenix last. Bazaar been going on? April. Well, that's a long time. Congratulations, dude. Yeah, six months. Just over. So we are here in actually properly sunny Melbourne. Which is weird because it's been shit all week and all month. Mm. It was supposed to rain. It's going to be 15 and rain tomorrow. So oh, okay. Well, Saturday that just passed. We're really ruining the illusion of this. Uh, That's pretty par from the course. For the course. But everybody, so all the people from Sydney, you can tell, are just like hay fever has smashed them. Yeah. Luke was having problems this morning. I'm starting to sniff as well. Mm. I'm from here. It's bad. Every time I come here, it's like this for me. Welcome to Melbourne. Mm. Do you enjoy it? There's some trams. See the trams? This is how I knew I had allergies, though. This is how I found out. Because every time I came to Melbourne, I would just be a wreck. Like, just, I couldn't breathe. And I was like, there's something wrong. Like, it can't be I'm getting sick every time I come to Melbourne. Um, so I went and did, like, those allergy tests. And I was like, yeah, you you shouldn't go near trees. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you stay away from those things that keep us alive. <laughs> yeah. So you shouldn't... Uh, Retire from gaming, then you probably should just stay indoors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unpacks couch. is the place for you. Mm, fresh odors and <laughs> not fresh. <laughs> oh, it's fresh. I herpes is like the latest thing. Oh, that's right. I was reading that today. <laughs> what? So apparently there was like an outbreak of herpes among developers at was it the last PAX? I think it might have been in the states. Oh my From God. putting on the VR headsets, and like this discussion group between some devs was leaked by like this YouTuber who was part of that discussion. And was asshole enough to leak this, but um, yeah, there was an outbreak of like literally herpes. Like, not just saying that the actual virus in the eyes, which most people have anyway, but to kind of get an outbreak of it is not ideal. But I'm certain that I don't have it in my eyes. I'm <laughs> well, you would know. That's my better. point. You would okay. know that you've got herpes on your eyeball. Didn't the doctor <laughs> then say it's unlikely to be? It's unlikely, yeah. Through a headset because it's not actually touching your eyeball ever. Yeah. 
But maybe, potentially. I mean, rub their eye. Yeah, I mean, it can't be a coincidence that like five people got it after all using the same headset. Yeah. I mean, unless they were doing other things after using the headset. Don't want to know. Well, I've got the SVR. They don't clean them, but they also don't clean the controllers. So you can. Yeah. I was gonna ask if Ben wanted to try PSVR when he uh, comes back to my place later, but you know. You already <laughs> said you don't have eye herpes. Well, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> that I have. Eye it might be dormant. Or you could, you could I need to wake it. that up. I guess I could just like rub my eye and just like smear it get on. you and see what that does. Yeah. So there's a reaction. You're speaking way too long about herpes. I yeah, think. sorry. Like, how long does this show normally go for? Oh, not three, three to four. Hours. Not a gap. Uh, yeah. Level, well, no, because I'm used to three to three hour shows. No, so. like an hour and a bit, and we're. Out of the, out if we had an hour, we're disappointing ourselves and mad that we didn't finish 45 minutes sooner or 15 mm-hmm. minutes sooner at least. Okay. Now nah, we'll go as long as we want. Um, have you guys done anything cool at PAX not involving herpes? I, no, not yet. <laughs> if, I, if I change that to I, involving herpes, does, this, does the story um, change? I walked around for a little bit. I checked out the indie game section. I played some weird kind of Pong looking game, which was surprisingly enjoyable. Uh, bird skipball? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It was actually pretty good. Um, But aside from that, no, tomorrow's my pack stay. I'm going to come in pretty early and that's yeah. the busiest day. Why am I doing that? I was that? just going to ask. That is so stupid. Maybe I'll come on Sunday. <laughs> I've been talking to I all the developers. Think this through. Not developers, all the PR people at the booths. And they're like, oh, this isn't too bad. This is my first pack. It's, it's, pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty easy so far. I'm like, yeah, this is Friday. Everybody's going yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll come Sunday at like three o'clock. When's it close? Six. 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 Five. Something. Yeah. Because we both know you're not coming on Sunday. Oh, yeah. No, no. I've actually come on Sunday every year. That's been really? my day to go. Yes. Why? Because I just like going. It's not as busy and get into everything straight away. I've done it, that every year at PAX. It didn't seem that busy today compared to previous years. Well, the problem with today was that when I had work, but more importantly, I was not in an ideal physical. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? What'd you State. do? <laughs> um, just stayed at home and. Watch TV and stay out way too late. That's because okay. last night he went to a kind of good party and then <laughs> we he went to the Survivor Final Fantasy fourteen pre packs <sighs> extravaganza. That's a name. That's a really long name. Are we gonna talk about that? You should talk about it. It was really cool. I had I had a lot of fun. I was a door bitch for a while and then I made Ben the door bitch for a while. Sorry yeah. about that. It was just mm, good. Yeah. There was branding everywhere and Brand presence and all the stuff that coasters. no one else cares about but me. There's coasters yeah. and banners. What about Some guy the... was going around throwing their business cards on the table. Did you notice that? Um, he gave me like six of them and I was going to say the name of the thing and now I'm like, nah, because that's what he wanted me to do. So, and if you're guy. a listener, then that luck. Why don't you tell the story of the custom PS4 winner? Oh, I was going to. It's really cool. So as I had to be the door person, I got to know the names of everybody coming in, which was good i guess this is kind of what the part of the job um but this lovely uh young man came up and handed me like a notepad and it had his name and it said hi i'm josh i can't um hear and so we had a little like i had a, i didn't know what to do so we had this weird conversation where i was like talking thinking he, like he instantly could read my lips and it was dark and he probably couldn't anyway so i was doing then doing like weird arm movements trying to communicate with him before I realized I should just pull out my phone and type on my phone and he could read it. And then he wrote back on his notepad. Anyway, so that was just the thing that happened and yep. kind of forgot about it and done. And then throughout the night, he was kind of walking around and it would be really hard, I reckon, to talk to people in that kind of state in a dark bar. So mm-hmm. when I had some time, I just went and chatted with him for like 20 minutes and just cool guy. He's a... Was this the guy with the wig? 
Yeah, he was dressed up okay, as so Noctis yeah. from Final Fantasy 15, coming soon to not PC. Nice. Um, just had a chat, and you know that was kind of the end of that too. And we finally get to the end of the night, and they had a custom PS4 to give away, and it was actually pretty smick. It was from the UK, so it had a UK uh, power plug, which oh, okay. they forgot about. So I think they gave him money to go and buy a um, an adapter. like an adapter or yeah. something, but. It was pretty good. It was like a white uh, one terabyte console with cool, like Final Fantasy esque, yeah. purpley, swishy. I don't know what it was. Just cool artwork Someone's on it. Someone stabbing somebody is usually what's happening. One of three made in the world. Oh wow, that's good. So it was time to do the contest, and they pull out the the name, and as you do, someone yells out the name, and nothing happens for a second. So immediately, someone's like, "Draw another name. He's not here." And the guy, I bet it sounded exactly like that. It pretty much did. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, the guy who pulled out the name was trying to be a showman. So he said the name and then he crumpled up the note and put it in his mouth and like chewed on it comically. And I'm like, oh shit, like who did you say? What was the name? And by this time, like people around the crowd are like, oh, pull another name. He's not here. It's crap. And they were starting to pull another name. But then I kind of think I knew what the name was. So I pulled out my phone and wrote it down. And handed it, found Josh slash Noctis and handed it to him. And like, he went stiff as a board, like mm. freaked out because he would, he didn't know his name was called. He couldn't hear. Yeah. And then like, I knew that was, that was pretty much it. Like I was confident that that was him. Like I would just give him the console straight away, but he wouldn't let me. He like stopped me and he was like shaking and trying to get into his wallet to pull out ID to prove that that was his name. And I'm like, mate, like you're fine. You, you've already won. But he eventually got out his ID, and that was, of course, his name. And yeah. it was like the perfect ending awesome. to a really cool night. It's like a really deserving, like, super fan. He was dressed up as freaking Noctis, like, getting a cool prize. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Did um Did you get the dev to talk to him at all? Like, did that happen? It did. It certainly did. So, it's I don't quite understand how it works because it seems like Final Fantasy fourteen is not. Square Enix as much as Square Enix would have you believe okay. like it's more of like an MMO company that's kind of taken the brand that name. yeah that franchise name and stuff so I don't know how it works but it was a lovely man from Sweden named Zoan they had a chat it was a good party I thought so yeah I, I really enjoyed it what did you think of the coasters Tano yeah they're very impressive I like the uh, design <laughs> the shape held Text- my drink well texture was good yeah it really protected the tables um, well yeah Went around and, and put people's drinks on them when they weren't using them. Nice. Uh, Steve, yeah. what shade of white is that? Yeah. Whichever shade of white the coaster company okay. called white. Mm. Interesting. Well, so like I've we've spent a lot of money on like new logo t-shirts and coasters and banners rather than like business cards and yep. boring crap because I figure it just is better. Like no one cares about a business card. And yet anymore. here you are wearing your old t-shirt. Hey, sometimes it's good to go retro. I like this. I do like this logo. It's a part of me. I actually did have a lot of people in the last day or two coming up and saying that they really like the new branding and yeah. that the site's doing really well and it's good. It seems to be making a very big impact. No one gives a shit about any of this but me right now. All the people listening are like, oh, can you shut up and talk about anything else? <laughs> That's cool. Go and give us clicks and stuff because we're all about clicks now. We've sold out to the man. We've got a clean new logo and we print coasters. 
for awesome the best parties the on best Thursday party nights. of Thursday night. so far the best party of PAX there yeah, hasn't yeah. been any on Friday oh, it'll probably be the best party take PAX. that Twitch because we, we were at Wargaming and everyone like everyone there was like we should go back to Survivor yeah. <laughs> and like people that weren't there was like oh I'm hearing about this Survivor party we should go there I'm so glad that the brand is so well known now by uh, yeah. cheap journalists who don't want to pay for their own drinks <laughs> because Wargaming are known for having the best parties um, so to be able to top that is is pretty good. Well, they didn't have like chip tunes in a laser show this year, I heard. So no, already that's. They had one guy in behind a bar. That was all right. I don't want to like shit talk. Walking <laughs> <laughs> on my mic. Moving on. <laughs> Very diplomatic. Tell us how you really feel. We'll happily shit talk everybody, no, but fine. when Wargaming listens, you want to get to the party that's I'm next fine. year and is good again. Oh, we can sh- we can talk about their games. I'm happy to shit talk them then, but like. <laughs> <laughs> their social events well not because I mean I was there and can we just move on from this you're all <laughs> no, looking at me good. no because this is way better this is better oh than the party oh my god I'm way too tired for this come on alright did anybody get a sweet roll today yes no I heard they're not very good are they good it was or, like, yeah, really it was very exciting yeah so where are they like shipped from? Are they like mainly Melbourne? No, 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 in Sydney. They flew the guys. So it's from Burke Street Bakery. Street yeah, yeah, yeah. Bakery. In Sydney, they flew at least some of those people to Melbourne to make them on site each morning. Okay. That was straight from Bethesda. Because I, I just heard that a bunch of people, because obviously the media was sent um, samples, I guess, yeah. uh, last week, and a few people that I know were like, "Yeah, it's pretty ordinary." It was pretty ordinary. It's what you'd expect to find in like the Coles dollar yeah. aisle of like baked bread goods with some icing on it. Basically, exactly it, yeah. And I was just like, I was on Twitter being a jerk, being saying that like it's just an upside down cupcake. That's all it is. But it was like it was hollow. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're saving money. No, it's not yeah. even. Yeah, it's not even a cupcake. It's a hollowed out upside down cupcake. Those yeah. boxes look more expensive to produce. Yeah, than good box. The sweet roll. <laughs> than the sweet roll. Yeah. And apparently there was, what were you saying? There was like a CD or something with it? Yeah, there was a soundtrack was included with it. That's oh. weird. So I don't know. Do you guys have some sort of structure? But ha- or like, Does it seem like sorry. we have some sort of structure? <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, like, have you guys talked about the uh, the big news from last week, the re- Bethesda review policy stuff? We haven't we have talked not. about Switch. We haven't talked about anything. Well, we'll get to Switch. Let's talk about the Bethesda thing while we're on the topic of sweet rolls. They would send out sweet rolls sooner than they will send you out a copy of Skyrim Special Edition. Even though really it's just a damn remaster and you've already played it. Well, that's why Skyrim was a very odd game to begin this policy. They actually did it with Doom, but they didn't have the policy then. Yeah. And why would they start with a game that's five years old that you've already played? What's the benefit of not giving out Skyrim? Anyhow. Because when they do it for Dishonored, it's not a big deal anymore? Yeah, yeah, well, it is still a big deal because it's next week and that's the first new game. We knew Skyrim was good and it's Gucci and it's going to look a bit better with 1080p. Like, we kind of knew what that was already. Dishonored yeah. 2, no idea. And our recommendation has to be, at least mine, is don't pre-order it. Buy it a few days after launch. to wait. Unless yeah. you're keen to take the punt. Does it? Do you get anything with a pre-order? Oh, you get the first, you get Dishonored Definitive Edition for free. The third character to play. Well, that's even oh, yeah. worse to have, you get this free game if you pre-order and that's been going on for months. And then they say, actually, even if you did that, we're not going to tell you if this game's any good or not. From what I've played, it'll be pretty good. It's not like it's a new IP or anything. Like it's Dishonored. You sort of know what to expect. Yeah, but like at what, 
what stage do they I, they got lucky with doom i think um, massively the multiplayer was shit it was terrible um and that's pretty much why those copies didn't come out because they were banking on it being a multiplayer game yeah um and the campaign was what everybody went nuts for because it was a really good campaign but what's what's to say their next game um is not like it could be a fallout where it's just buggy as shit it's broken um, the only the only person this benefits is Bethesda and streamers yeah. that have been picked by them. Yeah, that's the other thing we didn't talk about at all. I didn't like how they tried to spin it into this is good for everyone. Yeah, and if you want to wait for your favorite reviewer, please do that. Well, like, don't make it sound like it's a gift to give us the option for people to wait. Like, yep. that's terrible. Yep. And the thing is, people have been talking about games as a medium which should be taken more seriously for a long time, and as part of an entertainment product or something culturally relevant that has to be criticized by third parties. Like that's, yeah. you know, movies, yeah. film, uh, books. music, books have yeah. always had critics and like, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Bethesda don't owe us anything. Like they're entitled to do what they want with their products, but games in general should have a third party opinion before yeah. consumers need to make or want to make the choice to pay for it. Yeah, because they, they can get to a point where games are not, uh, it's not like a film where you can go and watch a two-hour movie. It's some of this stuff is eighty to one hundred-hour experiences, and mm. you may not see much of that game ten hours in, and it could be complete trash by that time. You can't take the game back. You've pretty much lost all your money. Like it's it's really hard to um, to justify that. It's, and that's the problem with like previews is often it's forty-five minutes of a very controlled level, yeah, and it can look really good. What you don't know is that around it, either side of it, is where it's terrible. And that mission that you play that you thought was good, you do 50 times and as a whole is terrible. So you could get some really positive previews out there. Mm -hmm. Then if you don't have the review, I don't think you can do Bethesda. Survivor right now is on a preview for something, for example. Yeah, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about that. All right. But they are. Is it Call of Duty? I don't know. No. And I don't think (laughs) you can... I can talk about that. If you're going to preview that game, I think you then have to follow that up with a pre-release review you can't just preview because of how controlled the preview sessions are Mm -hmm. i don't think it's right to offer this small little taste and then do i want to buy it that's it yeah Yeah. and you you have to be harsher with it as well if you run into problems or you have concerns about it uh you need to write that now before it was like an agreement of being all right there's some things in here that may not work or it's a bit buggy or this mechanic's a bit strange that could change but now we don't get the benefit of reviewing anymore so you need to say like this is a problem, and yeah. yeah. Well, and that's kind of like I think that's that's that played a, a big part in Mafia Three because yeah. When anybody looked at it, there's all these things that oh, you know, I'm sure they'll fix that by the time it comes out. And there is there's kind of like this unwritten rule where you're a little bit more lenient to that kind of thing. Yeah, it, but you, then that game came out and it was and and also the bad as it was the preview I wrote for it was from a 15 minute hands off at E3. Yeah, someone else played it. Then I played the game somehow the entire thing. The bit they showed us, and there was like a jump forward in that, yep. was the best mission of the game by far. Yeah. And it was actually much worse when I played it myself. Like how they made it look was, it made it look a lot better. Yeah. And now that I think about it, they were distracting us with someone talking and like pausing and like, this is what's going to happen now. And like, this, is, this looks like a good mission structure. Yeah. What you then don't know is that's a one-off. The rest of the game is the same mission on repeat constantly. Yeah. And then you run into like situations where uh, like a couple of years back at E3, I don't know if you guys were there, but when they showed Bioshock Infinite for the first time, did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. That entire demo uh, was behind closed doors with with Ken. Uh, none of that was in the final game. Like 
all that was removed. So you can have stuff like that happen where they yeah. show this awesome thing and then the game is completely different when it comes out. Or XCOM, for example. <laughs> XCOM was, when I saw that, that was a, uh, a third-person cover-based game. Wasn't it like, a, didn't it come out as a first-person shooter or something? No, it started yeah. as a first-person shooter and, and came out as a third-person. Third yeah, so the first time I saw yeah. that was like a shooter. And then it, I was like, this game looks pretty cool, but it should be a third-person game like Mass Effect. <laughs> Eventually, that's what happened. But um, I turned out to yeah, be garbage. I don't know, man. I just, I don't agree with this. And also, like, adding on that review policy stuff is the whole them saying, oh, we want everybody to experience at the same time. And then a couple days later, you find out that YouTubers have had Skyrim and they've been making videos and content. It's like, no, they've like flat out lied. And yeah. uh, this is just for media. So they, it doesn't hurt their pre-sale. Pre and I think that doesn't make sense. Like when you actually dig deep into what that means, everyone play at the same time. Critics are normally should be exempt from that because when you, a good critic isn't spoiling the game in their review. Yeah. yeah. But when you have something like that, like a Skyrim or probably Dishonored, uh, something which is going to be talked about a lot on social media, which happens now, the for, like early players, people who are playing from day one, are probably going to spoil some stuff. If you have people, everyone getting it day one, including media, it's just more people to spoil it. Yeah. And you have to wait longer. If you're going to say, I'm going to wait for the reviews to come out, you're going to wait at least a week after the game, chances Maybe are something longer. has been spoiled for you by then. If you had a review before it came out, you could buy it, you probably haven't been spoiled yet. Like I don't, I don't pay that at all. Yeah. saying everyone play it once it doesn't make sense and then you've got problems with wanting to be first now because you have to you know generally with embargoes like everybody's at the same time or yeah. Yeah. around the same time now Unless you're, you're going to see publications being like well we need to get our review up first and they start missing things now because they're trying they're to going to be rushed through and oh, it's yeah. going to be yeah. people are not going to play side missions people are going to just smash through as quickly yeah. as possible to get to the credits which is a legitimate tactic to say oh, i finished the game here's my review and it's bethesda have force at hand really yeah because if you, you want to get boring into like delving into metrics but you've got to have the review up in a few days like it's pretty yeah. clear after a week people Reviews are not googling count. for that review anymore yeah well and like bethesda's argument to that surely will be well you don't have you're choosing to rush it you should take your time and experience it in the way that you used to be able to do before the game came out and you could sit there and think about what had happened and present something in a nice factual manner. Like they, they're going to say, Oh, you know, if you choose to rush this, you're rushing it because you've made that decision and you've put out an inferior review because you wanted to hit a date. Well, it's like, well, yeah, you get how we need to pay for servers and stuff. Like there is a component to this where we need to get views. So Some of our biggest content is reviews, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially ones that are up at embargo or yeah. by accident maybe once in a while an hour before because we screw up the time at the end of the day they're just they're controlling yeah. their press that's what they're doing they're giving it to YouTubers they're because they know they the message themselves entirely they, 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 they know that YouTubers aren't going to critique it they're just going to play it as it is they're probably going to criticise it in certain parts I don't like that not but really they're just playing it you know they're just I find more YouTubers as the more they get like a collector's edition or something to unbox, the more they're just like, this is awesome. They're not yeah. really criticizing much at all. The oh, no, they don't. They yeah, they don't at all. Maybe streamers a little bit. Yeah, but, but what I mean is that they'll say it really casually, like at one moment in the game, they'll be like, oh, I don't like that. But that's as far as it'll go. Like they won't critique it and say, this is why it's wrong. This is why it doesn't do well. So, But I, I can't imagine this happening in like movies is the closest thing to use to compare. And I can't imagine like Paramount being like, you know what? 
We're going to have all our critics get to go and watch it at the same time as you. Yeah. Like, that would never happen. Well, well the thing sometimes with... it does, but usually it's when it's a shit movie. Yeah, and the, yeah. And the thing is that when uh, film studios do that, that a lot of the time, unless it's like a Michael Bay film, people actually know that that's a red flag and they say, well, well there's no yeah. reviews. That almost always means it's either really bad or it's not easy to be marketed and they don't know how well it's going to do. And they don't know what the response is going to be like, so they don't risk it. And, and people know it's historically that's been the same for games. Mafia Three, yeah. Well, yeah, Two K, Two K. Like we haven't talked about it, but Two K are doing that at the moment. They just haven't announced it. They've done it the, the last couple of games. Yeah. And but like one of them was terrible. Yeah. So whether or not they actually have this policy in, or they just decided this is a bad game, we're not going to give it out early. But Civ, what civilization? Yeah, Civ was the one. But that's what what's bizarre about it is that if your game is good, then I mean this is the dangerous thing about it because obviously they're going to go the same way as film studios where they, if they know the game's bad they're not going to send out review copies which they've always done anyway. Yeah. But if your if your game if you know that your game is good and they know, like they knew that Mafia Three was not that good. The studio knew it wasn't that good. They you yeah. could tell from the press kits they sent out. Yeah. They're sending out like the stupid shit, like the vinyl. <laughs> I got, I got like a thing of whiskey, booze. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in my office. I should crack it out later. <laughs> You'd think that they would benefit from from sending that. It's just it's just bizarre. But in the really case of bizarre. Mafia Three, it's really worked for Two K. Like the reviews weren't out on time, and it's Two um, K's fastest selling game. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well. It shipped, I, can't remember, I don't know the number. I think like it was something point five, two or four point five million units its first week. Yeah. Yeah, but how many of them took it back to EB game? I hope a lot. Well, I, I hope so too. Return rate but the, the thing is, if, the, if you had reviews for Mafia 3 go up two or three yeah, days earlier than they did, there. people wouldn't have bought so it. So maybe what they're doing is, well, in Bethesda's case, announcing that 2K potentially are doing it more quietly. Yeah. Maybe they're deciding, well, if we only pull the bad games and we don't give them out early, it's obvious it's bad. If we just say nothing's early, then we take the hit. We don't get a Civ 6 review up early and get a 90 Metacritic score, even though we know that one's good, but we're better off just doing nothing. Yeah. So then people can't tell what's good or bad beforehand. It, now it, that we're in this situation, what do we do, right? Because we've yeah. just we've been sitting here complaining about it and it's an issue. It's obviously It obviously hurts us in our role. What do we do? Well, that's... You know, so we, there's, we, we, have to, we have to evolve. We've got to do something else because... You know, do you do you go into more of a long form kind of critique in video form and kind of get it in that, on that bandwagon? Do you? I mean, you've got to make up for that, like kind of loss in figures and readers and stuff. Um, but people are still coming to your site for that reason, but they're probably less likely to come now to read a review, which is the dilemma. This is hilarious. <laughs> trying to figure out where you're going to end this sentence. No, it's just <laughs> that's that's my point. No, yeah. I, the the weird thing is, you don't hear readers getting as readers don't have opinions about this. Readers don't really well, care. Some do. Some, it's, some do. Some do. But like, really, the people that are arcing up the most about this are uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because you have to totally change how you've previously planned content. Yeah, around the game launch. I mean, I, if you read the comments on like IGN and Polygon and stuff, uh, most of them are negative, saying well, I'm not going to pre-order your game then Bethesda. That's okay. the general consensus. A lot of you know dumb comments as you get on the internet. But if you were to get rid of those and wrap it up, that's what most say. I I'm really curious to know what retailers think about this, because I think I mean if I were EB Games and you've got a really good game and you know that it's going to sell well, actually it doesn't need to be good to sell well. Mafia prove that. <laughs> 
But if you um if you've got a game that you really want to push and you want to get pre-orders out there, a lot of the time you're kind of banking on positive coverage from the outlets yeah. from a review a game you know is going to review well. Um, and I think that this is probably going to hurt. I don't know. It's the, it's the opposite because you, if you put up a review and it, the game shit, people, oh, people yeah, are going to cancel their pre-order. So this doesn't allow them to do that. They, they're not... They're basically not losing any pre-orders now because nobody knows that the game's going to But do you reckon it balances out where you're you're going to have... People not pre-ordering. Yeah. I I don't think so. Like, if Bethesda releases the next Elder Scrolls, people are... They're not going to give a shit whether it's good or not. That thing's going to sell. Well, that's the Elder Scrolls. It's odd to do this with Dishonored because Elder Scrolls for what going to sell. Dishonored, I wouldn't say, is in that level of kind of... Yeah, it doesn't have that audience yet. I think Dishonored 2 is a classic game, actually, a sequel, and they've pretty much said in interviews i talked to the guy for the art director today they pretty much say we never plan to do a sequel and when you're saying that and like oh we got the idea when we're doing dlc and that's the very they've worked out that line in a pr meeting somewhere months ago but when you're talking about that i think that's a classic game to think i'm going to wait and see if this reviews well yeah because when you're saying no this was a franchise where you thought was going to be this one game and now we've decided to spin it off into the sequel and it's not that well known i don't think you should be it's going to take Dishonored to will be good. Anyway, time to start YouTube, to Twitch, yeah, Hybrid, Steve Iver, Bizarre Channel. Getting salted with Ben Salter. What was the thousand? <laughs> yeah, what we decided to be salted. Be salted. <laughs> Jesus. You got to work on that. Man, I'm like such the old man. Like, ah, how is your PlayStation 2? That's the new one, right? I reckon I'd be an all right YouTuber. I just haven't got the energy to do it. You need time, man. It's so much I haven't time. Got the energy. Can I can Not I hear quickly the around the table your best uh, YouTube channel intro? All right. Tano's got this. Hey everyone, it's Tano back with another video of Call of Duty, and in this video we're going to talk about the AR-15 rifle with ADS sight and red dot sight and how well it works in domination. As you can see, and that's, that's all. Gone. That's actually pretty good. I'd watch that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a joke, right? Like that was not me seriously considering that. No, I mean, that's what you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> I thought YouTube was here. That's. You <laughs> thought I was in. Uh, you guys, too. you guys were looking at me thinking, yeah. No, no, you went sure. first. I'll go. Hey, who's Ben? I'll go with if you want. Go, you Ben. For what? Putting it. You have to do your YouTube. Oh, we're doing now. YouTube voice. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Well, now I want to use my tagline, but I know you go first. I think it's had Sup guys, it's your boy Steve and I'm here with another video and in this video we're going to talk about Call of Duty. This video, guys, it's really close to my heart and I just wanted to put out this video to show you that my video about Call of Duty is the best. So like make sure you like like this and subscribe and this video, you guys, oh it's so good this video. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, in this video, we're going to talk about Call of Duty video. Hearing that, you sound real jaded. I've just realized this is yeah, a Yeah, I, I love I love YouTubers. <laughs> Maybe we should cut this out because we need to grovel to I them. just don't get it, is all I'm saying. I don't understand. I get it. You know what? I, I find myself kind of like I've been watching a lot of Modern Warfare Remastered kind of streams and YouTube. Why have you bought uh Infinite what's it called? Infinite Warfare no. to get Modern Warfare Remastered. No, I, I'm I'm tempted to. Can we talk about that for a second? Can we, we, can, we can definitely yes. talk about that. It's because out now. Well, like, so I, Activision gave Modern Warfare Remastered a week early. Yeah. To every, well, not to everyone, to but to stream. major, most outlets, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how you yeah. quantify that. But a couple people got flown out to an event somewhere. Their embargo time 
was three o'clock on the day of release, three p.m. on the day of release. Yeah, after the release, they do that every year though. Yeah, yeah but like, so I don't. That to me, and Bethesda, that all like speaks of a lack of confidence in your game. And if you're going to put Modern Warfare out way in advance because you're yeah, like certain everybody's going to love it. COD doesn't need reviews to sell. It's probably one of the main franchises which doesn't. So why be, why be scared of it? That's what and, I don't get. And it does normally review okay. It's only mixed. You normally the, have... the reviews so far have been pretty standard, like between 8 and ten, uh, 9 out of 10. Which is a Call of Duty review. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty high. The uh, Ghost, Infinity Ward's last game was more like you know, 6s 7. and 7s. Okay. It was garbage. By far the worst. I'm, just, I'm really excited for Modern Warfare Remastered. That's just and maybe you better buy it on its own for like eighty bucks next year. I might have to wait. I just I can't justify paying one hundred and twenty bucks. Thirty. One hundred and thirty bucks. You can find it for about one hundred and twenty in certain places. No, I mean, it's exclusive to EB Games and digital. Uh it's cheaper. It's cheaper on the Xbox Store. No, it's one. It's actually more expensive on the Xbox Store. No, it's it's one nineteen for no. just the base digital code. I was looking today. No, that doesn't include the. Does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it I does. guarantee Classic. you, it does. Awesome. <laughs> It's been. This is one of the things which annoyed me about Xbox pricing because it's one hundred and twenty nine ninety five on PlayStation standard price. It's one hundred and thirty dollars and forty five cents on Xbox yeah. for some reason. Why? I, I think, why? Yeah, I I'm think, going to the Xbox store. By the yeah, way, I, I guarantee think, you that's the price. No, I think what you're because there's one that's got like the map pack, and no, then the there's one, one. The one with the season pass is one fifty. I was looking today. It was there's no one like, that's not it. <laughs> guarantee. I'm still trying to get. Just, I'm um, getting there, I'm getting but there. is anyone else excited for that game or is it just me no. uh, I would play the campaign of Modern Warfare you have to have my copy of Modern Warfare I do too actually that's where all this hate's coming you've from you've had it for like six years <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, COD 4 it still holds up that multiplayer is just unbelievable I can't wait to jump back into that I wonder if I could get Mile High not interested in Infinite Warfare because the beta was garbage and my copy of Rogue Squadron 2 yes which you denied having for years and then remembered and then I moved I moved and I found it alright Ben everyone knows <laughs> I'm stealing your game. You went Sorry. around to his house and was like, is that my fucking rose squadron? <laughs> you said you didn't have So oh, really? it's a hundred bucks for the, the, the non-game that you want. The new one, not the old one. Yeah. Uh, $130.20 gets you both. And there's another version as well that I'm looking so there's at. There's definitely here. something there for 119 Not COD. That was Battlefield is 119 Deluxe edition. That was COD. The EB tax. Yeah, God damn it. Don't bang the table. Anyhow, it doesn't matter because even if you bought it on disc, you can't sell that disc yeah. because you need the disc to play. Because I was that's really annoying. Well, someone said they've actually started. Someone had a cod on eBay. Someone oh had a code on eBay. The next one's more expensive. I thought it was going to be in the middle. This one's 150 bucks, yeah, and you get other things. Season pass. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awful. Someone was selling the code on eBay, and then I'm like, that's when I researched because I thought, surely you need to have infinite warfare for this and yeah. then i actually did a news article on it I totally forgot about it but yeah you your own site came up in google that's yeah. right good work me yeah <laughs> good seo hire me, me for all your seo issues uh talking about annoying season passes titanfall's done it well yeah he doesn't have one after the first one was killed its own community by having do you know where DLC. they got that idea from uh, Call of Duty. Plants vs. Zombies. And then, Gun well, this is for free DLC, me, you mean? Yeah, not then, for charging for DLC. Uh, that's that's age old. Then Battlefield has like a $60 or something season pass. <sighs> Learn EA. You're so close. You've got it with one of your two shooters which have come out too close together. The thing, the thing with Battlefield though is that I think by, by the time the DLC starts rolling out, you're going to have 
are kind of really dedicated. You will. It'll it's be different, it'll be and they'll decent. buy it. It's still it's the same as Battlefront. Like it's way too expensive. Same price yeah. as the game for the expansion pack. Battlefront. Yeah, but people are going to play Battlefield like that game. They will, but that's still pricey. Yeah. Speaking of Titanfall. <laughs> I heard we're really good at it. Well, I'm good at it. I know that. Yeah. Definitely. Can we talk about that for like 20 minutes, please? That'd be great. That'd 20 play. seconds. Anyway. No, um, we have to give as much time at least as Job tweeted. So at least a week. <laughs> so least Do you want me to tell you what happened? Oh, God, yes. So we get there uh, early so that we can start drinking. Uh, we were the first two there. Uh, I think we were about four or five beers in at least. And um, so they set up uh, like five... Five screens on one side, five on the other. They had a, a streaming couch where I had two hosts on there and an interviewer. And uh, I started getting some practice in and we got absolutely obliterated during this practice. Uh, most of it, I was setting up my um, sensitivity and that sort of thing because it was crazy. It was because Luke is dedicated yeah, and I gotta professional. Make sure it's all good. Yeah. Uh, there's an empty seat next to me. So clearly I'm without somebody. I don't know what's going on. Don't know who's on my team. Joe finishes his interview. I go up and do mine. Uh, I threw in some Mighty Duck references in there because I thought we were the, you know, the underdogs. And they were pretty good with that story. Like, that's that's where they were going with it. And then we get back to our, um, get back to our seats. And all of a sudden, Shnez comes over and she's like, you guys have to swap, swap sides. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> so we swap because the entire time while I've been doing my interview, Job's been over there setting up his entire squad's loadouts of what, like each person should be doing oh, <laughs> and while my team i'm like missing a player and like two footballers and i don't know what's going on i don't even know what mode we're playing or what is Was happening. it jared haynes no is that a guy that's cod no sorry <laughs> so we swap and i'm like oh this is cool and then so job's freaking out because he set everyone on his team up and then uh alex from kotaku finally jumped in and sat next to him and then uh they were like all right we're starting in 30 seconds let's go and that was it. We um we kicked it off and very close match through the entire thing, but uh, we we destroyed them. So they lost on on hard point or uh, uh, like a domination mode. Is that amped hard point? Amped hard point. Hard point. Yeah. So you've got to capture the three Which points I like. and amp them. I like it. Like I liked it. it. Yeah. I would rather them have a longer time to capture the points and have to win have a one thousand points to win rather than four hundred. Because it's a short mode, but I think I actually really liked this short mode because Battlefield takes so long oh to play God. anything yeah. that I feel like all the Titanfall's modes are like under 10 minutes. And I kind of like, when I'm thinking, what game do I want to play today? Uh, do I have yeah, five hours out, yeah. to commit to Battlefield? Or I've got 20 minutes. I can fit in two rounds of Titanfall. Well, yeah, like if you, you, can't, you can't say I've got 20 minutes to commit to Battlefield. You're, no. You won't finish a game. You'll have yeah, at, least, yeah. at least a half an hour. So I, I like that it's... There's a different option. Since I am playing both of them at the moment, I kind of like that there's a bit of a difference. I don't think... I really like Timefall, but I, I think it's odd that they now have three versions of Team Deathmatch. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why don't you ever want to be in my Battlefield squad? I do. Because you forget to... Uh, I prefer to be a squad leader because commands. you don't say anything. Yes, I do. I, I do tell know. you where to go. <laughs> the reason I didn't the first time I'm was because I didn't know how Are to do married? it. <laughs> yes. It was like my first match. I'd never done it before. So I know how to... That was okay. literally my first match. I'll, I'll, I'll follow your leadership next game. I've been in two oh, cool. squads with you and you, you've you not done it either time. You know what is actually a disaster? Is on uh, Battlefield, squad commands is RB and grenade is le uh, like yeah. left bumper. In Titanfall, grenade is right bumper. 
EA, sort your developers out and get them to <laughs> coordinate that shit. Yeah. Have they pushed up the update where if I kept asking Tano for a, like a command and he doesn't give it, I can boot him as squad leader and take over that, that would be awesome because no, that's, i spam the shit out of that that <laughs> happens in 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 four and people have complained that it's not in one and they're patching it in but i guess they haven't yet i don't know and like same with medics if 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 uh a medic's right near you and you're not under fire and someone doesn't save you you sh- they should be able to, you should be able to do something <laughs> they should Half burst the into flame always medics it's because it's because the, 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 we- the weapons are overpowered but it's annoying as hell because you see like Six meters, five meters, four meters, three meters, two meters, six meters, one meter, yeah. six meters, dead. <laughs> like, but that one meter sits there for like twenty minutes. It's st- like I'm right Wait. fucking here. Yeah, it's so annoying. Or yeah, or like they stand over your body. They almost like they just should teabag you and then just run away before they <laughs> run away. But they do run away. <laughs> one of those things happens. I like Battlefield. Oh, I've been great. playing too it's much. My Destiny favorite game again. of the year. I've been playing way too much Destiny that's again. Good. That's uh that other mode they've got on there, which is. Uh, not in. I don't know. I play on PC, so Operation? I'm not sure. Operation. Operation is like, the best. Play two-hour games. It's crazy. <laughs> it takes a long time. If you play through the whole thing and you get to the second map and it's yeah. close, it takes forever. But it's really like it actually makes sense as a game mechanic, and that's what World War One was. It's a Taking, war, like, yeah. Fighting and defending for land. Yeah. It actually is a simple way to make kind of what the war actually was into a game mode. But it's, it's also hard, very yeah. hard. But it's it makes hot. you think you finally achieved something when you get a sector or when you defend a sector. Like mm. I've, it's taken so long, but then the next battle is happening straight away. Like you don't have time to, like, bask in that. But victory. you're jumping in with like two or three friends, you know, four or five max, and like we we were yeah, pretty good. When we play. There you go. So like Ben and I were playing, and like we didn't do too badly, but we got, we played against a team that actually worked as a team, and they they you got you the uh, they whole, got the airship whole and they destroyed us, and we got the airship and it was blown up in about two minutes. Like just what happened? Yeah. But you, to to play it at its best, you just need a squad with a few people at least. If you play on your own, it wouldn't really work out. Yeah, I don't. I'm not having fun with it on my own. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's too hard. But, but I guess is is the the campaign structure, the the grossly revamped campaign structure, fixing filling that void for you, mm-hmm. or no? I've only played one of the modes, which is the tank one. Yeah, I did not I did. like the uh, the prologue where it throws you straight in as soon yeah. as you fire out the game. I think that. Like I get what they're going for, but I did not have fun on that because I'm very competitive. Uh, and spoilers, like they force you to die. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was quite grim though. Like over you don't really over expect again. a game to show well, these guys well, all just died. A, a couple times it was really it drove that point home, but then like by the third or fourth death, when I was getting then I was getting angry. I'm like, no, 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 I, I got this now. I like I get I get what you're trying to do, but I want to. Sure, I, I want to be like Rambo. I think the tank one, looking at all of them now, is probably the weakest. Okay. The, oh, I like, the full, I rather the last one. one's pretty bad. The airplane one. You don't one, have to play them in order, so it's hard to know. The, I didn't like the, the airplane one. one as much. That's I just kept going. Like, I was like a snarky little... I think the, the Gallipoli one's actually really good. I don't think I've done that one yet. It is That's what I keep hearing biased about. because it's Australian. Yeah. Uh, Does he drop the C-bomb at all? No, but a lot of... Oh, he might do actually once. I know there's a lot of... A lot of F-bombs. F-bombs, yeah. But if I he doesn't see, drop a C-bomb, it's not Australian. It's not Australian. Americans take that very different to us. Yeah. Right? They can put that in American. <laughs> yeah. Australian version should just let it go and the other one should be beeped. Yeah. Bleeped. I think it's worth playing. Yeah. Definitely. It's a really good multiplayer. So has anyone else done PSVR? No. Not really. Uh, I did it at the no. EB Games Expo, uh, which I did a write-up on it on Survivor, but otherwise That's since a website. then, 
haven't touched it. It's so bloody gimmicky. Like the the Batman Arkham VR is great. Uh, that's about it, really. Everything that I played was short demo type experiences. That's well, that's all it is. Yeah. I fear for it because 2K has announced Carnival Games for it. That's already out. As soon as a Carnival Man. Games comes to a platform, <laughs> it's really? like the curse of the, the Wii. The it's like Wii, Connect, Move. There's some good, like, rigs, mechanized combat, whatever it's called. Yeah, I've heard that's right. It's pretty good, but that's the only game where, like, I'm sitting. It's annoying, too, man. Like, you get home from work and. You're like, oh, it's time to do some VR. Okay, so I guess I need to move the couch back, get the coffee table out of the way, get a kitchen chair, put it here because that's where the PlayStation tells me is the optimal range. Then you got to get the headset down, connect it to the processor because it doesn't really, it can't stay connected and sit on your entertainment unit anywhere because it's too big. And then you put the headset down on the chair and go and get the controller, then go back to the chair and go, ah, shit, I should get the move controllers instead. So swap that out, put the move controllers on the ground or something. Go to put the headset on. Forget that you haven't got a headset for your ears. Go get your headphones. Put the headset on. Put the headphones on. Forget where you've put the move controllers. Lift the headset up a little bit so you can find the move controllers. Pick them up. Put the headset back down. The headset's not in the right spot now, so everything's blurry. Like It's like a half an hour to get ready to do it. And by the time you've done all that, you just don't want to do it anymore. And then your food arrives. Well, and, then just like, <laughs> and then you just can't be asked. And then you play rigs and you sit in the chair and the tracking screws up so it like just ever so slowly little by little it just keeps shifting to the left and by the time you're finished you've basically you're facing away from the tv yeah and you're trying to like make the the thing center back to yourself but it just keeps screwing up so you just have to keep turning around to kind of go with it or you play like here they lie and it's so nauseating that's the only game that's wanted me that's made me throw up and it was just because the right stick shifts your pers- so if you hold back on the right stick, your your muscle memory is thinking you're gonna walk backwards or something or like start you know like right stick controls. As soon as you hit right stick backwards, it shifts your perspective to look behind you, and your brain can't figure out how that's just happened because you're supposed to turn or something, and it just makes you feel really gross. Sounds great. Well, solving. Yeah, this Bat- is why they sold out. Batman's really good. Like everybody. <laughs> Batman's really good because you get to be Batman. But even then, you're like you're standing around. The problem is, what are you not doing moving that game? It seemed like a tech demo to me. You throw shit at Alfred. That's yeah. Is it not an actual game? You can use your grappling hook. You can throw a batarang. You can do like investigator mode. And like this, how mo- much does this game cost? Ah, oh, like sixty bucks. That's too much. So is it is it the same level of quality you get from like Arkham City? Which also costs about every other game, bucks. right? Just a very, just a, like an hour long version of Arkham City for sixty bucks. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that's insane. And I, I just, I, I don't get it, and I don't think it's all that it's well, cracked up to be. Well, I mean, they're early. saying they're saying it's sold out everywhere, but what I'm interested in is what is the sold in numbers? Yeah. Like, how many units have they actually shipped? Because I know that EB Games was sold out of the first shipment. Yeah, straight away. But like, how many units were actually in that shipment? So how much have they actually sold? It's kind of like the Wii, and that the my favorite part now is getting people who haven't used it before yeah. to sit down and play Batman and like be really excited by it, and then be done with it and not have to like, yeah, go back and realize that it's not the it's best the next time and the next time and the next time. Yeah, it's like when you have you had everybody over for Wii bowling the first weekend or the second weekend, and then. 
just as time passed, you just didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it feels like to me. Maybe the PS4 Pro will fix that somehow. I think there just needs to be one game. Something like if Resident Evil turns out to be really good, that yeah. might be it. Because the, the difference this has to like connect or Wii is something like Resident Evil has said, you can play the whole game in VR or you can play it on a normal TV. It's not one or the other, which is the problem with Connect. really. It was like, here's your Connect uh, games. But this is going to suffer on Xbox because you don't have VR. But then conversely, I think you're going to play VR for like, half an hour and then be like i need to have a break from this well if you had the if you had both consoles and you bought a playstation vr you'd get resident evil on playstation to have the option well i wouldn't because there's no achievements but yeah i know what you mean if you're not that insane <laughs> so steve buys both copies <laughs> yeah i probably will no but like but i just i can't imagine wanting to be in that atmosphere for more than like a half an hour at a time because like it's 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 comfortable but you take it off and like your forehead's sweaty and it's like it's not that heavy but like you can feel it on high herpes like it's 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 not it's like i i have two 3d tvs i have eight pairs of bloody 3d glasses sitting in my bookshelf and i've i don't ever go man this one is so much better in 3d but like vr is pretty much the same yeah but it is earlier like it hasn't had time to have its moment 3d did and it you know died Except at the cinema where they still fucking making me buy a 3D session for some stupid reason. Yeah, and I refuse. I don't go to 3D. 3D. It's, it's so I saw dull. Force Awakens in 3D. It was pretty yeah, good. I see, we saw it in IMAX. That was good. No, because I, I didn't have any other choice because all the other versions were sold out. But at least in 3D session. movies now, they've stopped doing the like, whoa, things are coming oh, out your sometimes they do it. They still do it. Sometimes they do it. Like Piranha 3D was like pretty oh, cool. Oh, but yeah, that's, that's, good. that's like B-movie. You're expecting yeah. that kind of thing, aren't you? But that's how, that's the only way that 3D was ever going to kind of, and Avatar was pretty great in 3D. Yeah, but but that's what PSVR is right yeah. like right now. It's like the, the coolest part of Batman. It put like you put on your outfit, and you put on your helmet, and then you like it puts a mirror. that's like here's the Bat mirror, and you're like, oh, I'm Batman, and you move, and it moves with you, and you're like, oh, this is pretty dancing. cool. But like, and then of course because the move controllers are so bloody old, like it yeah. sees a speck of dust or something five feet behind you, and your Batman arm like flails randomly <laughs> to the left, and it's that sounds amazing. Well, yeah, it's you're it's right. So it's, it's still like early Wii when there was this small game that was great and then didn't go anywhere and then it was early Connect on 360 which had Connect Sports was fun but then it didn't go anywhere beyond that and Dance Central was fun and that's it yeah so what happened and so far VR is pretty much at the same point where I think it's got a lot more potential but it's also a much bigger cost to get it like at least yeah. Wii you had it with the console Connect was like what 150 bucks this yeah. is 550 yeah for a unknown potential gimmick. Yeah, who's going to release a AAA game on no such gonna, a low yeah. volume? It's not going to be... Well, and like if we're talking... This is maybe a good segue, unless we want to keep talking about VR. But, you know, like the Wii led to the Wii U, all these gimmicks. It's a it's a pad that you can play instead of your TV. But if you go like 10 steps far closer to the bathroom, because really we all just wanted to play it on the toilet. Range was too far. Nintendo's just taken all of those gimmicks out theoretically mostly with switch there's still some gimmicks in the fact that the freaking controller comes apart that's uh but it's like it's, it's a handheld or so to you can lose it and then you can buy a new one yeah, yeah no but it does make sense like the three yes and we you have basically been the same thing for two years
Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know like if it's a touchscreen. We don't know. I don't think it's going to be touchscreen. I think it's supposed think to it be. be. They said it's it's got. It's, I can't remember the rumor. There's like a touchscreen thing, and there's like a sensor that you can use something on the Joy-Con controller yeah. to simulate like an, touch uh, feature it's the same on in, a TV. Sorry, I mean what I mean is uh, like multi-touch, like oh, yeah. like the Wii Wii U controller, because isn't that screen quite large? Oh yeah. yeah, I think it will be. No, I think it will be like a phone screen, like multi-touch, multi-pressure. Oh, okay. Because the Wii U one is stylus, like one touch, really old school. You know, BlackBerry PDF ninety yeah. style steel, which only Nintendo is rocking stylus. <laughs> I think they're gonna have to go with Does it come like the pep. <laughs> That you immediately then they're gonna have to go with like a phone tablet style because that's what everyone yeah. uses now especially like younger kids who are going to use it that's just what they do i think it will have to it'd be weird if they're like ds actually kind of pioneered touchscreen gaming which has now progressed to mobile gaming and it's much better there and then they've had it on wii u they had it on 3ds but it'd be weird if they're like they haven't actually updated it since ds that's why it feels so yeah. ridiculous now <laughs> it'd be weird if they didn't have any but they have said that no game can require it because you have to be able to play on TV. So, and do you think yeah, that right. is is the three DS done in March twenty seventeen? Yeah. Do you think? Do you that's like that's no, the it's, only thing it's, that's helped it's Nintendo done not at the end of twenty seventeen. It'll yeah. have a little bit of legs, uh-huh. which is fine. Like it's you know it's five years old. Twenty eleven, I think that came out, so it'll be five years old. But and it makes it makes way more sense to have a Pokemon game now on Switch because yeah. you get all the red blue sun moon things well, so they're are... not going to discontinue like 3ds immediately because a new pokemon's just come How out they need that to... will sell for it no i mean i want to delete three xbox 360 and ps3 off the website at this stage and yeah, like every once in a while it's like here's another one that's no, been that's been three years yeah well they didn't die off immediately i think 3ds we died two years ago 3ds will have a little bit of life for another year or two was it confirmed if they actually stopped production on wii u no was a nintendo said they had no, they said they had yeah, would you believe him? I never bought one. I uh, traded mine in about six months ago because I just it was a waste of space. Yeah, that's and why I'm cautious. Out. I'm cautious about this still. Like, this I think switch. you should be cautious. Yeah, it's. I guess it's about the games. It is, but it, it's more like what I think they should do. Because when yeah. I have played Wii U, it's mostly been not on TV because it's convenient to be having a second screen. But then you have to have the Wii U right there, so I have to sit here still. So what's the point of this? Like they've they're getting there. So like, I'm gonna sneeze. The thing that's debatable with the Wii U is that like, there was well, there, this isn't debatable. There was no third party support. Nintendo kind of dropped the ball a bit. There were like some decent games, but there were a lot of rehashes, and there were clearly games that were first meant for the 3DS that they decided to put on Wii U yeah. to try to save it because they don't have enough time to develop for both. Well. It's, it's exact well okay so nintendo's first party stuff is probably going to be strong on switch and third party support has been pledged but third party support was pledged for wii u and we're in the same situation as luke was saying like it's not it's not a powerful unit so this like they're gonna problem. have to de- develop for pc xbox one and ps4 and then make a dumbed down version of something well, for switch and they're not going to do it that's how games have to be made in the future anyway because they have to work on xbox one PS4, PS4 Pro, Scorpio, which is already using sliders, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and PC across min and recommended specs. If We don't really know how powerful Switch is. It's not going to be that. As long as it's not that far behind Xbox One, it will be doable. Yeah, that, that seems a mobile, rumor, right? Is if it's, it's not as good as Xbox One. But, but it needs to be close. in the realm that, okay, we're making it for four consoles and PC. We can 
easily adjust. If it's like way behind, like Wii U was a generation behind, mm-hmm. yeah. and Wii was SD when the competitors were HD consoles. Like it was just you had to make new different versions of the game. If it can be slightly adjusted, I think it will be a viable option. Yeah. Well, Which necessarily hasn't had since GameCube. Whatever happens, Ubisoft will be there. With nine launch titles. <laughs> yeah. Just Dance. Yeah. Actually, Just Dance is pretty good, by the way. It's already confirmed. All the shit that was out of Just Dance 2016, namely World Dance Floor, which was the best thing ever. Because, you, you know, you don't... You sit there with people and you're like, what do you want to dance to? I don't know. What do you want to pick? I don't know. So, like, you go to World Dance Floor and it just picks, like, a playlist for you. And it doesn't just use the on-disc games. It, like, will get things from Ubisoft subscription service, which you don't have to even buy with World Dance Floor. So you get just like random songs and you get to dance against real people and there's like this competitive nature to it. And they took that out of the last one. It's back in 2017. Actually, okay. yeah. get it on Nintendo Switch in March 2017. That's how we know there's definitely motion in the controller thing. But no, you can pair your uh, smartphone to it. So maybe they'll rely on uh, that. Well, there's going to be motion. There probably is going to be motion on it, but you could also... Um, that may be weird. Maybe they will make you do your smartphone. No, the Joy-Con thing's got motion. Does it? If it can be used... Oh, it has accelerometers. Yeah, you're right. I think. Nintendo Switch. Switch. Basically making shit up because they did a two-minute video for it and haven't said anything else. Well, you actually mentioned this a while ago that Rockstar's the king of the announcement of the announcement and they happened to make their (laughs) announcement when Nintendo were. Like, classic Nintendo fluffing it again with (laughs) Red Dead the lead-in. But not only that, when they did it, I remember they they put that logo out to start with, and I was we got a group chat on Facebook, me and a bunch of other media people. No one else has that. Sorry, no what? And uh, I, I I typed in there, holy fuck! Like Rockstar just changed their logo, and it's red. I was like, this is Red Dead Two for sure. And then the next night they did the next announcement, and the next night night they did another announcement. Yeah, and they waited fucking two days after that. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? You don't say you do it. If you were Nintendo and you saw that happening. It they just it was a they had a YouTube video at a certain time. If I saw a Red Dead logo go up or anything that could have been remotely considered a Red Dead logo, it was like next week, guys. We'll just do it next week. Yeah, shut her down. They should have shut her down. They should have just quotation leaked it. Be like, oh, here's our Switch trailer early, accidentally surprise. But the weird thing is, like, I think everyone assumed that Red Dead would shit all over the Switch, and then the morning of. Like, because it was at two or three in the morning here. So when I woke yeah. up, Switch I wasn't was seeing news. Red Dead everywhere. I was seeing Switch everywhere, which was the Red Dead. We already knew Red Dead was happening because they pretty much announced. Oh yeah, they the did like the magnificent, yeah. Yeah. magnificent and the seven the trailer Cowboys. was pretty small. Yeah, so we, yeah. we knew that was happening. It wasn't like an amazing trailer. It was good, but, but it was, it was a short it, teaser. What if it actually beat out Switch? Like, how bad would you feel? Yeah, would you feel sorry? I'd feel sorry for Nintendo. The is difference is mainstream. I got to cover stuff like that. But sorry, they're going to cover like, Switch, not Red Dead. Like news.com? Yeah. yeah. The Game Boy 2.0? Although they might cover Red Dead. They probably did because of how big Rockstar is. It's the type of thing that homepage editors don't get. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> but this I is think, a good game, yes? I think the when uh, like your Today shows or whatever, you, like TV, yeah. they're not going to give a crap. New Nintendo them. product is Mario's exciting back. Or something. That's my Today if, show. If we did anything impression. to that still lasts now, it's people remembered that Nintendo is a thing. So like the branding of Nintendo was helped by that still remains. I think people are like, oh, that's right. They have a new thing, which Wii U didn't really do because it looked like a controller. For Wii. Every, yeah, everyone thought it was an extension. Or... Yeah, so at least now they kind of can really push that 
you know, you used to play Nintendo in 2006. Here's our new thing. <laughs> Have you met Predatory Mario? He's just standing behind a curtain waiting for you to check out his Switch. It's a joke. It's a sexual predator joke about Mario. That pic- Come on, that picture was creepy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot what you were talking about. Just like-, like Mario behind the guy, like, hello, children. Right. It's creepy. <laughs> Shouldn't do that. Well, I've ruined that conversation. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. boys. That's it. Says Tano's awake. Hey, buddy. How you going? Oh, I'm ready to celebrate packs. Get the Red Bull. Go and 15 bucks. 15 jump around. Bowl. Anything in. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm done too. Is there anything else anyone wants to talk about before we finish up? And we're like smack on an hour right now. What'd I tell you, Luke? Ooh, we missed. Efficient. Quarter way through on my podcast. <laughs> we missed Time to go for uh, a bathroom break and we'll go get some lunch and. What do you yeah. want to talk about, Tano? Look, I don't think we've missed anything. I'm trying perplexed. to think. You fell asleep for like the last 20 minutes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, what other big gaming news has happened of late? Are you looking at me? I thought you would have something. You normally um, have something you want to complain about. I don't know. I can't, I'm, trying, I'm trying really hard to think. Um, no, we've covered everything. Battlefield, Titanfall, COD. The two games. The like, three games you're playing, Battlefield, Titanfall, and COD. <laughs> Uh, Switch, Red Dead. That's it. Cool. So this is my favorite thing That's to do it. now. I've just decided. So I've been on the Gap podcast twice. And every time, like I've like twice, like it's so many times, the 50 millionth time I've done it, Luke goes, so what are you doing next, Steve? What do you want to plug? And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. so Luke, what are you doing next? What do you want to plug? Uh, Good. <laughs> Survivor.com, I guess, yes. is where you can see a bunch of the things I write. I don't write as much as as Steve. I don't uh, think anyone on the planet. If you'd like to read oh, that's daily what I tell news. everybody. I was like, Steve works so hard. You guys are so lucky. Um, this is way too much of blowing smoke up my butt. You guys did. Oh, the butt. site had a Halloween week <sighs> last week. Yeah. Uh, and I had a review for Dead by Daylight go up for that. Um, I think Ben did some some stuff as well I did, I did i put up the picture of basically wanted to put up the picture of us all meeting tinji mikami who's shane's hero who's normally on this podcast but he's not here right now yeah, he couldn't make and it. he wasn't there and well actually he didn't get it we only had four invites and he was the fifth man and yeah. uh he we posted the picture on facebook no, and there. then he himself photoshopped <laughs> it and changed it to his cover photo like within five minutes wow. <laughs> it might and have been a point of funny. contention but man dead by the air looks really good it I sort of heard about it, then forgot about it, and you've reminded me that I really need to get into that. Yeah, it's one of those games where, um, like, it's an indie game that that was released about June, uh, and it's probably one of the top ten games on Twitch that's played. Uh, and, and they're a studio that's basically, they'll do a Twitch stream every week, they let the community know what's going on, they do updates usually every week or two to the game, they're always changing it, uh, this is all free stuff. They did a Michael Myers DLC update last week, which is really cool. Uh, and I think if you compare that to another independent game, which I talked about in the review, which was uh, No Man's Sky, like you look at what happened with No Man's Sky and how they've gone radio silent compared to this other indie developer who is out there every week going to conventions or doing Twitch streams, like communicating with it, their audience. Uh, it's hard to fault a $20 game that I've put 160 hours into that. <laughs> Uh, they're listening to the feedback of what everyone's saying. They're improving it. Like 
20 bucks man well spent well and it seems like it's it's, it's not evolve obviously but it's yeah. similar like it's one versus many yeah and <laughs> look where evolves gone it's yeah done. the 2k so pile fun. of shame yeah. yeah we forgot about that doesn't exist anymore yeah. so i i want to check it out i think i don't know i need to get a better pc i think but that's the next step tono no you're you're back you're in the room i'm here what are you doing what do you want to plug uh well phoenix bizarre obviously that's f-e-n-i-x is in phoenix what's his what's his first name marcus marcus that's phoenix. what your site's Actually, named on. sorry oh. <laughs> sorry you mean jd phoenix protagonist yes. of years of war for it yes so um, phoenix bizarre did you think about um, right like naming the site maria or anything like that why because dom's wife he's always oh. oh maybe i could start like a girl gamer yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea in 2016. Today on half ass decisions made by Tano, <laughs> Maria, the it's girl gamer. There's, there's a lot of money in that. <laughs> the g- <laughs> so oh you're, you're plugging Maria. Okay, expect to see Maria next week plugging on Phoenix Bazaar. Phoenix named after JD, Bazaar named after something. No, anyway, I did a massive redesign the other day, and it took me all day. And it looks oh. pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I like it. Very game spotty. That's what, yeah but that's that's not a bad thing it's yeah. working for GameSpot. it's yeah. working for phoenix bazaar it's not the same thing it's i don't know why i decided to make that site xp so low i only have 100 so you get one xp for every post <sighs> so you've made 100 posts don't i get anything for my review of gears of war no xp no well i've actually i was actually trying to figure that out i've got to integrate that so the answer is no <laughs> no i'm trying to figure there's like a million things that like you would know this steve when you're doing a site and like the stupidest most trivial issues that you come across take like days to figure out how and to the fix. best part is you fix something and it breaks like seven yeah. other things oh like, my oh. god and then i have to shut everything down and then turn everything back on one by one to see what's caused the problem and it's good fun. Today on <laughs> stuff no one else cares about but Tom and I. WordPress, backend, bullshit. No, we should, well, we're hosting our panel how to start a video game. Website. It's on at 10.30 Saturday. <laughs> no, Monday. Be there. It's on after, after, after PAX. <laughs> it's on at 12.75 on Monday. <laughs> Be there. Ben, what do you want to yes. plug? What are you doing? What I like am I doing? We're, using, we're stealing this. We're totally stealing this from the gap. Sorry. I would like to plug my excellent Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 reviews, which are better than uh, Job's. Yeah. You Did you why? beat Job at, t- at Titanfall? I certainly beat him in review <laughs> quality. See, Job, I, have, I, I haven't read Job his review. He's very good at, at games because I beat him at FIFA as well. I, beat him at, I crushed him in NHL, and that was the yeah. best feeling he, in the world. He did win Play the Objective in Battlefield, but I didn't know that's what that was happening. I was busy landing my plane on the airship of and fucking around. Of <laughs> course you were. That is the most Ben thing you could possibly do. The weird thing is, when I beat Job at NHL, he was saying he was busy trying to get his skater to go on the blimp or something because he was. Yeah. Kind of salty, and then he went on Twitter and like t- tweeted about fifty tweets about it too. So yeah, hi Job, you're not listening. Anyway. He's probably not listening. Yeah, exactly. Also, we need to make a video of us destroying IGN or whatever in Battlefield because <laughs> apparently I got killed or something. What yeah, I don't about? know what was going on. I didn't even watch that. And because Outrageous. see, this is this is this is welcome back to Brand Talk with Steve from Survivor.com <laughs> because the gamer tag on the preview thing was Survivor. I just got like this weird barrage of messages saying oh you got wrecked you suck steve and i'm like it wasn't even me all right <laughs> it was ben he's the worst he's his game tag it's the worst. <laughs> here's a twitter handle feel free to harass him yeah i was sitting there playing battlefield one on the controller with everyone else on their keyboard and mouse like yeah i do what i want okay but here's the thing if you're gonna make a video about a game that you've been playing 
and you have hours of footage from the game you've been playing, you are totally going to pick the bits where you look really good playing the game. Yeah. Just think of that, people. Yeah. We just don't want to make videos, so that's why... We've got plenty of footage of me destroying polygons like the standard. Yeah, I hear they're not very good. Terrible. (laughs) Take that polygon. I don't like that. Cool. Yeah. Can I plug my show? Of course you can. The Gap, the GAPodcast.com on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Uh, you can hear me, Joe, Nathan Lawrence, Junglist, uh, talk about video games. And me twice. Yep. Uh, guests, we have guests on sometimes. Uh, so writers from, I guess, all of us combined, places like OzGamers, Survivor, IGN, GameSpot, uh, Red Bull, like Hyper, PC Power Play, the list goes on. If, you, if you're after any kind of special guests with like a lot of expertise and knowledge and I'm right here. I'm, How you doing? I'm available. Uh, well, the creme to the we'll creme see. of Australian uh, <laughs> games journalism <sighs> and also Gaetano Prestia with Phoenix Bazaar. Whatever. I'm just trying to wake you up. You look like you're ready to We pass actually, out. you know, we, I, I'll be honest, we had a very late night last night. So. You already said that. I'm actually crash. I'm really crashing right now. Did you have your KFC today? No, I didn't oh, actually. I've held sorry. off. I held off because we're doing chicken now. <laughs> Let's go to chicken. Uh, I'm Steve from Survivor. You can find me on Survivor. You can find me. Hang on, hang on. What do you want to plug, Steve? Why are you That's plugging me? I'm plugging you. Plug plug I didn't plug my... Oh, what do you mean? I'm going to plug my, my Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Did I say <laughs> Twitter? The Twitter's. Come on. Come on. Well, plug your Twitters then. No, it's right. Oh, Jesus. Um, Isn't it just your name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So search my name on Twitter. You'll find me. My incoherent ramblings about not politics, gaming, life, love. Okay. Naps. A sad state of affairs. I want to plug my uh, panel, which is in the past. By this time, it was at 10.30 p.m. on Saturday night. Bad choice so of plug. I not will not be there. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I definitely won't be there either. So my plan is... Oh, actually, before we finish, I want to ask you about this. Because I, I hear that the 10.30 slot was normally filled by Luke Laurie, Joe oh, Gilroy, of the Gap this? Podcast. I think Luke Laurie did last year or the year no, before. No, we usually did about 8, 9 o'clock. Oh, well, that's still pretty bad. Yeah. On a I, Saturday? Uh, I can't remember. It did was you get a lot of people? Friday, so, yeah, we did. We would... Do okay. Uh, when we got there one time, it was our first show. We actually we had a line. I was like, "This something's wrong." Uh, <laughs> it was super strange because we were all at the, the pub getting hammered beforehand. <laughs> Is this Major did. Nelson's panel? Yeah. It's like, if you come, why would you come to this? We we were going to do a podcast anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, and then every year after that, we kind of just told Yug like, uh, "If you're going to put us on, because he usually does, uh, we're not doing it at nine thirty at night. You got to put us on at a good time." And he's like, "No, you're an adult show." You're an adult show. I'm like, well, I'm going to get drunk. Well, we it. could not swear and be a not adult show, and that's fine. Well, yeah. that's weird, but that's what I always thought. After like 8 p.m., anything that's on after then is yeah, late night. But the problem yeah, is, so can you drink? Can I bring like a beer on stage with me? No, probably. I thought you were. I thought you at did. At 10:30, yeah. you can do whatever you want. We, surely at 10:30, even the enforcers have gone home. You're fine. So when you submit your panel, you get to put like instructions on there and what you require and one year i put a bunch of stupid shit on there like um giant sombreros uh an esky for our beer and uh some other stuff like four or five different things and they all did it like we rocked up and there was sombreros and <laughs> like an esky so we could put our drinks into it so we had beer and everything oh. nice well we should do a panel next year why didn't we do that because anything? none of us are organized enough to actually submit just a panel podcast, that's why. just do this people will listen to us talk crap 
Yeah. You talked about eye herpes for like 20 minutes. <laughs> People want to hear that at 10 30 on a Saturday night. The dangers of eye herpes <laughs> well, for the podcast. So it's me, it's New Game Plus, it's uh, Alice Clark, freelance journalist, but with uh, the Herald Sun. And it's Fancy. Alana Charizanalardard Pierce. <laughs> I don't know how to say right. her name. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm the funny one. I don't know if I'm actually the funny oh, one, but I'm thinking one. by comparison, I'm the funny one. So I plan to have a couple drinks beforehand. Make yeah, an ass of myself if need be. No one's going to be there to notice and then just stumble you know onto you. I might afterwards. come to that. We should do drinks before that. And then we I'll are come. doing drinks before. You that. don't have to come. I'm not trying to like actually spur up like. Well, I've actually views. got a pass for the whole weekend. So, like, and we're going to be. A pass tomorrow. from what? Oh, we're drinking all night. Okay, yeah. Tomorrow from midday. Pass from, from my other person. In my oh, life. fuck. <laughs> Master Phoenix. I mean, Marcus Phoenix. Maria. I mean, Jadis. <laughs> oh, God. Dom's going to be so pissed. Um, should we be done now? I, th- I think that we should have been done about 10 minutes ago, but yeah. Uh, actually, my uh, hard drive ran out of space, so we haven't recorded any of this. Really? I'm kidding. Oh. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, though. Help. Thanks for uh, inviting me today. Thank you for coming, dude. It's Welcome to our fair city full of uh, hay fever triggers and... Uh, good coffee, at least. And good coffee. Uh, don't and, br- and, drink and, coffee. Um, well, nightclubs open past bedtime. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's good. Do you want to go for Greyhound racing or something? Oh, that's still legal, isn't it? No, they brought it back. Yeah, they brought it they back. Brought okay. it back. Well, yeah. Let's not get political. They realized they were losing money. They're like, shit. <laughs> Where do we get our money from? And I think, actually, this is a good time to say that Shane, has, Shane, who's not here, so he's probably cringing at the audio quality of this podcast, uh, is doing some sort of plan to make it so Ben can speak to us from beyond the grave. Otherwise known as Adelaide. (laughs) No, that sounds about right. So we might be back more regularly. And if we are, maybe Luke can join us more regularly as well. That'd be pretty cool. Sure. If you want. I'd I'd like an invite back to the gap, you know, before the next three year when we you were on last recently, yeah, right? but the time before that was like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. So the joke is, in three years, I'll come back on to the. Well, uh, we'll get in touch with your agent. Yeah. We'll yeah. Share the details. What's your uh, What's your business yeah. inquiries email? Luke Lori <laughs> YouTube at gmail dot com. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. All right. Anybody else? Anything? We You've go? been trying to end this for five minutes at least. For no, like thirteen minutes and thirty four yeah. seconds. Did you Did you move to Adelaide or something? <laughs> yeah. When did this happen? Uh, like six months ago. Oh, okay. I'm not hitting wow. stop. I didn't know this. I thought you were here still. No. He's in my spare room right now. Okay. Well, not right now. Right now he's sitting at the table talking to us. What's there to do there? Nothing. Why'd you move then? <laughs> do you know what Adelaide reminds me of? Like, I, I, I was born in Shepparton, which is like a small country town. Yes. Shepparton and Adelaide are like identical. It's like Saskatoon. It's like, it reminds me of my hometown. Like, mm. a little bit slow, kind of a bit boring. But, but nice. You could but set like, roots there. It'd be good. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. like sort of a backhanded compliment, but I eventually it was came very around. very backhanded. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, dude. Do you hang out with Jess and Kingsley? No. Oh, is that why you moved? Yes. Or okay. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you moved for Angelo, a guy who wrote two things for Survivor now, who you met five years ago, and who suddenly remembered that you met five years ago and told you last night. Something like that. Your best bud. Shout out. Shout out to my man, Angelo. Okay, we're totally done now. Bye. Subscribe and like. (laughs) Hit that thumbs up.